0: Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast, your host Magali as always. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. This is Saturday the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day and I hope you guys have or had, if you're listening to this after, the most amazing time with yourself or with your loved ones, who cares? But anyway, so in today's episode, I want to discuss a few of the habits that make people successful when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to building muscle, accomplishing any sort of fitness goal, health goal, wellness goal. I mean, you can put anything in this category. And just a couple quick disclaimers before I begin because I know it's super easy to listen to episodes like this and podcasts and videos like habits of successful people and people successful people do this and like as if categorizing successful people is this other far away unattainable group and then there's you. The fact of the matter is we're all in the same pool. We just kind of lean towards one side or the other, right? So I just want you to first and foremost know that These people aren't separate from you. They aren't this elite group that has special qualities that only they have and you're kind of doomed because you don't. These people worked to get there and some of the habits that I'm going to talk about are factors in that. Now, of course, I can't possibly describe everything to you guys today, but we can start here and this is a pretty good collection of habits that from my experience and what I've seen other people tell me and what I've observed with myself and other clients, that these are pretty good habits to adopt. So, just want to clarify that being someone who isn't quote-unquote successful yet doesn't mean you can't get there and the successful people that are are there are not some crazy superhuman people, they're just people who did these things, which you can do too. Anyway, moving on. So, that's the first disclaimer. The second one that I want to tell you is that just because you don't have these things doesn't mean you can't get them and again back to my previous point keep an open mind with these habits like think about it they're habits things that you do so why can't you do them you know now people think that it has to be these crazy changes and these crazy things and that's why it feels impossible not at all but just know that these are things that you can have, even if you don't have them or have not been doing them right now. So let's first get into the first habit that you do not need to be successful in any kind of health and fitness goal. And I think everybody believes that you should have this and everybody strives to have this and everybody wishes they had this or was it, were able to accomplish this. And that's being motivated the idea of being motivated is probably one of the most misunderstood things about this whole journey. Motivation is an emotion. It's something that you get here and there, and you guys know all too well, I'm sure, how unreliable that thing is. Like, it comes and goes when it feels like it, when you least need it, and when you actually need it, it's not there. So, In order to achieve your goals and in order to achieve what you really want, you got to be consistent and you got to be on it all the time. Now, if you rely on something that is fleeting, well, how reliable can that really be? So motivation isn't something you need and being motivated isn't something you need to do or be to get anywhere. In fact, that's probably the least important thing you'll ever need because, again motivation just excites you for a second and then once it's gone, what, you just stop then? So that's the first habit we don't need. And the, I mean, there's a lot of habits we don't need, but being motivated and having motivation is not one of them. So if you're not feeling like you're motivated, if you're struggling with motivation, if you feel like you can't seem to find it, let this be your permission to let it go because <laughs> you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. It's a shady as be. Okay. Motivation doesn't like to come when it ne- when it's needed. It just comes and goes usually when life's good. But I mean, we all have stress all the time. So how, you know, it's not useful. It's not going to do anything for you. So if you're not motivated, if you're not feeling it, good news is you don't need to be. So that's the first habit that we don't need. And Yeah, just wanted to make sure that that's clear because I get that question all the time. How do I get motivated? How do you stay motivated? How do I find motivation? That's the wrong question to be asking. It's not something you need. And the more you rely on it, the less likely you are to be able to stay consistent because motivation is never consistent. So now into the habits that you actually would benefit from if you adopted and worked on. The first one, and this is a very difficult one to do, Don't get me wrong. It's easier said than done as with anything, but it's so important that we start here. Accept responsibility and take accountability for for everything. Where you are right now, what you've done in the past, what you're going to do from here on out. You have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am the reason I am here today. And I am the only one who can get me to where I want to be and stop me from getting to the point where, or going back to the past and getting back into bad habits. Yes, we have external situations. Yes, we have stress. Yes, we have a freaking pandemic going on. But at the end of the day, your actions, your behaviors are yours. And unless you take responsibility for them and say, I'm not where I want to be, I gotta do something about it, you know? And people get this twisted. They start to think that this means that you need to be hard on yourself and you need to be self-critical and and basically bully yourself to the ground because you haven't done the right things. That's not what this is about. That's self, um, what's the word? That's just like guilty and shaming yourself for no reason. And I don't think anyone, I think very few people are motivated and excited to start doing their journey with coming from a place of feeling like crap about yourself like feeling like oh I messed up so many times like yes I'm so excited to change like that that doesn't happen. So don't take this as this is a this is something that I have to do like I have to beat myself to the ground and judge everything I do and blame myself for everything and and kind of do it in a negative way. No. What I mean is I am responsible from here on out what happens. I am responsible for the foods that I eat. I am responsible for how much i've exercised this past week i am responsible and accountable for what i'm going to do about it tomorrow and from this place of self-responsibility you have power to change anything because if you think about it if you're the reason why you're where you are and the problems that you have well guess who can change that you and you're the only one that has control over you (laughs) so it's like This is a good thing. This is a good thing to always remember. Even though it sucks to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "Damn it, like this is my fault," it always gives you the freedom to be like, "Okay, cool. I'm here. I'm I'm where I am. This is my responsibility. But I can actually do something about it. If I got myself here, I can get myself there, wherever there is for you." So being able to let your ego go, let your pride go, and just say, "I am here because of the things that I did yesterday." So I can be at a certain place because of the things that I do today and from that point you have power, you have the control, no one's controlling you, nothing is in your way, just you and if you're the one in control you can push you out of the way and then get to where you want to go. But it comes from letting go of blaming people or situations and this is not to invalidate things that happen to you life's hard life is stressful and you're going to get a ton of crap from all sorts of directions but again we don't have control over these things so while they are definitely influencing us and they're definitely affecting us and sometimes in a bad way sometimes in a great way what you do because of those situations still comes down to you you're the one that responds to these things you're the one that acts based on these things you're the one that makes decisions after finding out these things and learn and experiencing these things so accepting responsibility become the driver take control don't belittle yourself don't judge yourself don't criticize yourself come from a place of wanting to be better and self-love and self-acceptance like i accept that i've done this but i can be better and i have the power to do that but it can from a pl- I can't come from a place of constantly blaming other things and other people so that's the first habit accept responsibility in a kind and loving empathetic way to yourself but also brutally, brutally honest. The second habit is tracking and measuring everything. Like with anything, you guys, like when you're tracking your finances because you're wanting to buy a house or maybe you have a wedding coming up, you're kind of keeping track of your expenses and you're writing everything down. You always track stuff because if you don't track stuff, human beings are terrible at remembering things. <laughs> like we are terrible. And as much as you want to think that you got it all in your head, like I remember as a kid, I would always say like, oh, I'm going to write my homework down when I get home. I'll just remember it. And I would always forget every time. But I cling- I was clinging on to the idea, no, I'm good at it. I'm good at it. No, we're not. We're just not. So by tracking everything, whether it's on paper, on your phone, from your workouts to your sleep schedule to your food intake to down to the reps and sets that you did yesterday, by having a record of all of this stuff, you can reference it and make sure you're progressing because naturally, your body, like, we're not going to remember what we did and naturally, we're going to want to stay comfortable. We're going to want to be lazy. We're going to want to take the easier way out. So if, you know, for example, you've done 100 pounds on the squat for three weeks and you keep not recording it. Maybe you should progress to 105 now, but your brain, if you don't write it down, is going to say, no, 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 just stay there. Just stay there. You're not ready. But you won't remember because, again, you haven't been tracking. So tracking can be so so beneficial for so many reasons. You have a uh, track to look back and make sure you're progressing. You know what you're doing. You know what to change if things aren't working. You know what to look at. You can find mistakes. You can get help and be like, look, this is what I've done. Well, how can I change this? And it makes it so much easier to make future decisions when you have information. When you just have things in your head just floating around and plus all of the added stresses of life, it's going to get jumbled up and you're not going to remember correctly and that hinders your progress and it makes it that much harder to get better and stronger and just overall get better results. So track the things that are important to you. If you're trying to lose weight, track your weight in a very non-judgmental way. This is just information that you're using to help you make better choices. If you're improving your sleep, track your sleep schedule. If you're trying to get really good at your workouts and you're trying to really get better and stronger and learn how to do it properly, track your workouts by recording yourself, by writing down exactly what you did how you felt doing it, how much weight you did. If you're really, really, you know, dedicated to losing weight and you want to lean out and build muscle and all of these things, tracking your food intake and your protein intake are going to be important. Now, of course, this doesn't mean you have to track every single thing because that would literally drive us insane. But decide on the things that matter most to you and the ones that you want to make the most progress in. And that's a good indicator that you should probably track it and that way you can reference every week check in with yourself and again back to the first point accept responsibility from an objective standpoint and be like yeah you know what i ate really bad this past these past few days i over ate way too much i let my stress eating get out of hand now i know what to improve next week and just kind of don't let this become a thing where you just self beat beat yourself to the ground every single time you check in that's not the point of this the point is to have the information available so that you know for sure, no guesswork, what to actually do from that moment on because that's how you're gonna make progress. If you're just guessing all the time, it's probably not gonna move forward. So track everything, track the things that matter to you. Again, it can be any way that you prefer, on paper, digital, by a specific notebook, it does not matter. Make the way of tracking easy for you, that you know you're going to be checking in with, that you're not just going to write once and never look at it again, find that method for you and stick to it. The third habit is staying objective. And I kind of hinted this in the previous two. But when you're observing yourself, when you're beginning this journey, when you're tracking all your information, when you're accepting responsibility, it's going to be super easy to let our minds kind of go down this downward spiral of oh you messed up you're so lazy look at all the things you've messed up look at all the ways you've screwed it up oh my god like this is terrible i'm so screwed whatever right we can easily go there and especially if the results that we get the feedback that we get from tracking everything doesn't look great or isn't going in the direction that we want it to go The problem with that and letting our emotions get the best of us is that we rarely make decisions that are good from an emotional place. Think about it. Anytime you've been mad or really upset or really annoyed, like, do you really make great decisions that you're like, yeah, I did that. Like, I'm super proud of myself. Probably not, right? Like, I know I don't. When I'm like in that mood, I make really dumb decisions, let's be real. But what you want to do is, When you get information, especially if it's information that you do not like, stay objective. People who are able to stay objective with the stuff that they get feedback from, they have a level-headed approach where they're like, okay, this isn't working, clearly. I'm not getting the result that I want. What do I do from here? What is the next step moving forward? What is the most effective step that I can take? What is the best way to get back on track? What is the best way to... Get my diet back on track. What is the best workout to do right now? Because clearly this routine isn't working. Whatever. But the more level-headed you can stay, the more objective you can view your feedback. As hard as it is, trust me, there are days that I still don't do it. But if you can do it most of the time, it's going to allow you to make the best possible decision and increase your chances of actually moving in the right direction versus making a really rash decision. Like, for example, if you've overrated your calories by a ton, And you're super emotional and you're super annoyed, you're probably one of the first instincts you're gonna have is to quit. What's the point? I already messed it up. What's what's the why do I even try anymore? That's not a good decision to make, because if you don't try, you're not gonna get anything done. Nothing's gonna happen for sure. That's guaranteed. But if you think, okay, clearly this week wasn't good for me. Try to identify what went wrong, what contributed to that, and then try to make a better decision next time. And just try not to self-judge or criticize yourself and judge yourself and shame yourself because you don't need that. That's not going to help you make better decisions. That's not going to motivate you. It's just going to make you feel worse than you already do. And to make progress, that's like the last thing you need to be doing. So stay objective, really do your best to look at the data. For It's just... Data. It's just numbers. It's feedback for you to make better choices next time. And think about it the more that you do that, the closer you get to your goal. It's one step every time. When you're driving a long distance road, like you probably get stuck and you make a wrong turn and you re entered it in your maps. So, okay, now we got to go this way. It's the same concept. And this is going to happen multiple times. You're going to fall off multiple times. It's not a matter of if. It's when, because we are humans. We are not perfect. Life is crazy. So to expect you to never make a wrong turn and then get upset every time you do, it's just you got to accept it from the beginning. Stay objective, get every information you can and make the best possible choice when when you can. And just a quick disclaimer, again, I know that this is easier said than done. And I know some days you're going to have really bad days and it's going to be impossible to not let the emotion get to you and be kind to yourself. Like, if those days do happen, which even to this day, I have those, and I don't, I don't think they're ever going to go away. You just kind of have to let yourself feel whatever you're feeling, you know, deal with it in whatever way you deal with emotions or bad days. Give yourself a break if you need to. Reassess what's really important right now. What do I need for me? Maybe is it a mental health day? Maybe is it going on a walk day? Maybe it's taking a trip, weekend, whatever. But always try to stay objective don't use this as kind of like pouring gas in the flame of beating yourself to the ground you don't need that you don't need that energy it's not going to help you and the more objective you stay the better choices you make so stay objective don't let your emotions get the best of you the next habit is to be resilient and this goes again these are these habits are all connected you guys they're all so similar because they all kind of focus on the same things But staying resilient is basically always able to get back up when things go sideways, always able to get back on track when things don't go your way. And like I was saying before, us as humans, we're not perfect. We're not going to make the best choices every single time. And to expect that of yourself is unrealistic and it's not going to happen. So when things happen, like a pandemic, like a financial crisis, like the loss of a loved one, whatever and these can be really tough things. Resilience is taking the time you need, recovering, healing, whatever happened. Take your time to process all of that, whether it's something super big or you just had a really annoying day at work. But always getting back. Always staying strong. Always adjusting and getting back on track as soon as you can. What, what the mistake that you first make or maybe even the event itself even if it wasn't your mistake it was something out of your control they're never the real the real reason why people fall off like people will say oh I fell off because I've just been having a I had a crazy stressful day at work and it's just been crazy ever since and I just can't can't get back on the reality is they made one mistake when when work was stressful and instead of being like okay gonna just re- uh, get back on track just kind of get back on plan they felt really bad they felt really guilty and they probably spiraled out of control that weekend and ate way too much and they felt way too guilty and so they repeated again and now three weeks later they're back at square one feeling terrible and guilty and just uh, what's the point of even trying so instead of letting that cycle happen stop yourself and be like dang I messed up or, oh man, that was a really hard day at work. Oh man, I'm going through a really tough time right now. I need a break. Always come back to it and always just whatever time frame that is, whether you need one day off or a whole month, just come back. And as long as you don't stop doing that, no matter what it is that happens, you can't can't fail because you're taking steps. Even if it's slow for a time based on what happens, you're still moving forward. So be okay with the fact that things are going to come at you and and try to throw you off track and make things complicated and make it harder and all of these things. But when those things happen, do what you got to do to process it. Do what you got to do to deal with the emotions of it. But get right back on. You are going to mess up. You are going to fall off. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. But this journey and the people who succeed at it, It's not that they never make mistakes, it's that that when they do, the amount of time from the mistake to when they get back on track gets smaller every time. Again, doesn't mean they don't make the mistakes, doesn't mean they don't fall off for a quick second, but they always get back. And that's how you do it. You fall, get back up, fall, get back up. That's with like literally anything, a child learning how to walk does that. They fall, they get back up, and eventually they learn to stay up. And then sometimes when we're 20, we still trip, you know, (laughs) but we get back up. So be resilient, be resilient. Don't let your stressful situations and other things kind of throw you off course for too long. When you notice you're getting, you know, kind of slackish and you're falling off, just kind of switch gears, get back on track, and that's all you got to do. It doesn't matter how many days it's been. It doesn't matter how many days you've messed up or skipped, quote-unquote, failed at. Just get back on. When things get tough, just get back on as soon as you possibly can. So the next thing is kind of related to this again, give yourself flexibility. It's very unlikely that that when we pursue a goal, especially with health and fitness, with how like fluctuating things can get, weight and just in general, it's not realistic to think that it's going to go according to plan perfectly all the time. Like you can have the most best of intentions to track your calories perfectly for 30 days and without a day skipping or maybe even it's 90 days or work out for six months straight or whatever it's very unlikely that you're not going to have one hiccup <laughs> like that not one thing is going to get in your way like you're not going to have any obstacles probably going to happen multiple times more than you'd like <laughs> it's just the, it's just life you guys so by keeping yourself flexible in the sense of you know what your goals are you know what you want to accomplish you know what matters to you but Give yourself that flexibility on how you get there. You might get injuries. You Again, you might have really traumatic things happen to you. Losses of loved ones and financial crises and bad days at work and stressful events. They will come at you. That doesn't mean you give up completely. It just means you shift gears and allow yourself to be okay with that. If you are trying to get five days a week working out, but your kid got sick, be okay with three and be okay with the fact that maybe they're just going to be walks for a while. If, you're, if you just got a promotion and you can't work out the four days a week that you wanted, go for three. Even one is better than zero, but you're still moving forward. So never be so rigid in your approach. So for lack of a better word, stuck in your own head that it has to be this way because very unlikely that that's going to happen and that's going to work. And the more flexibility you give yourself, obviously there is a too much of that too. Like if you're just always changing stuff because, oh, every minor inconvenience, well yeah, that's not good either. But you guys know what I'm talking about. When things get in, actually get in the way, give yourself the flexibility to change your approach, to t- to change how you get to the goal, but don't lose sight of the goal itself. That doesn't change. What changes is how you get there and how long it takes you and what curves and roads and paths you take to get there. There's multiple ways to get to a destination. You don't have to just stick to one. So try to stay on course as much as possible, but also allow yourself some wiggle room in case things do come up and get stressful and get hard, which probably they will. And you should be fine. It's not the end of the world if things kind of get thrown off to the side and you're like, ah, this messed up my routine. Oh my God. I'm... It's, it's not a big deal. I promise you it's not a big deal. So stay flexible, but stay focused on your goal. And as soon as you notice you're off path or you kind of can't pursue that path anymore, give yourself that room to make a different choice that gets you there. Just the same. So that's that one. And lastly... This is a big one for social media comparison, and uh, you know that whole <laughs> that whole beautiful thing. So we're all fa- we've all fallen victim to this, and you always will be because we are creatures who compare ourselves to others, and that's just never gonna go away. No matter how much self love you do, no matter how much self care you do, we will always have that quality. So instead of trying to not compare yourself to people because it's gonna happen, keep most of the focus on comparing you to you you now to you in the past and you in the future versus you now this mentality is going to help keep you focused when you see these unrealistic goals when you see these people that seem to have it overnight that these people seem to never do any work and have this beautiful body and oh my god they have it all together these moms feel like it looks like their house is always clean and and how do they work out and i can and it's just at the end of the day It doesn't matter what other people are doing. It doesn't matter because it has nothing to do with you. You are not them and they are not you. Simply because you are two separate individuals, if you take two identical programs, everything is the same, the workouts, the diet, everything, and you give it to two different people, it's going to look differently. The person A is not going to have the same results as person B no matter how closely they follow the plan because they are just different people. So obsessing over the fact that you don't look like that girl, or you don't look like this, or you're not achieving this by this time, but they did—it doesn't matter. Now, again, I'm not telling you to not compare yourself because I know that that's impossible. But what I am saying is, try to, when that happens, redirect your attention to who was I four years ago? Who was I a month ago? Am I better than I was now? Na- am I better now than I was then? Awesome, you're doing a great job. That's all you need to be worrying about. And everybody has a different timeline. Everybody's gonna achieve results in different ways. If your anatomy is a certain way and you're built a certain way and you have certain genes, I mean, these things cannot be compared to other people. It's like comparing apples to cars, two different things. I always hate the saying comparing apples to oranges because, like, technically they're both fruit. So, like, anyway super random side note but yeah you can't compare yourself to other people period because you are just different individuals and you're going to respond differently to different things and the only thing that matters is focusing on are you getting better are you getting stronger are you improving your health are you feeling better are you sleeping better everything that we went back to before where i said track the things that matter to you are those things improving yes you're killing it then you're doing great it doesn't matter if Susie is 10 years ahead of you. Doesn't matter. You're improving. And that's the only thing that matters. And the more you focus on that, the more you put your energy there, you're going to be hell of a lot better off than if you just constantly berate yourself and be like, no, I don't look like that. I haven't achieved this, so I'm not even going to try it. It's done, whatever. Doesn't matter. When you think about that, oh my God, I'm comparing myself. I think she's beautiful and I'm not, and I'm, I'm a loser. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what she's doing. Doesn't matter what she looks like. Unfollow the person if it's that bad that you can't help yourself. And just focus on you versus you. Every day getting one percent better. Every year improving. And in 10 years, you're going to be incredible. You're going to be magical. You're going to be so proud of yourself. And then 10 years from now, again, you'll probably feel the same feelings. But as long as you keep focusing on you, there's no way you can't progress. And trust me, I know it's easier said than done sometimes. I have my days where I feel like this. Everyone in the world will have days that they feel like this and that will never go away. But just come back to you, compare yourself, you now versus the past and then think about who do I want to be in the future so that when I look back to now, I'm proud of the progress that I made. And that's the only thing that matters. So those are six of the habits that people who tend to be more successful in health and fitness and just any goal in general tend to have. So as I said before, I got into all the habits. These are things that people do and people work on. It's not something people just have. So if you you looked at all of these and none of them apply to you, that's okay. Start with one. Start with tracking stuff and then build on that. Like, I don't want this list to become so overwhelming like, oh my god, look at all these things that other people have and I don't know. These are things that you can have too. And if you don't have any of them, start with one and then two and then build on that and three and four and five and then all the habits. And that's how it goes. You can do it. If any other person on the planet was able to do it, so can you. That's enough proof that you need. If you've ever accomplished something hard, you can do this too. It's really, it's not easy but it is very simple. It is not complicated. It's hard because life is difficult and it's never, you know, perfect and things just go according to plan, but it is simple. So again, don't feel like these are things that you have to just naturally have. They are things you can work on. They are things that you can do and and improve yourself and just become a better person overall. So I hope that this episode give, gave you guys some information some useful concepts and habits to work on if you were looking for a little bit of inspo and again remember motivation is not needed stop looking for it doesn't matter it's fake it doesn't matter leave it let it go 2021 let's let that thing go it doesn't matter it's not reliable it's not going to help you it's the more time that you spend trying to find it the less it's going to come and the less it's going to help you so that is that so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode i hope it was helpful please don't forget to leave me a five-star review on the episode or on the what is it called (laughs) the apple dang why i can't remember the apple reviews there we go and let me know your thoughts let me know your feedback let me know what you're loving about the show and with that being said i will catch you guys in the next episode bye guys